to be in the presence of the Most High King? If you are happy to be in His presence, let me hear your joy. Please have your presence, have your seats in the presence of God. Congregation, I have good news for you. I'm also speaking to you viewers worldwide. I have good news for you. And the good news is that you are in the right place at the right time on the right seat invited by the right person. He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. His name is Jesus Christ. How does that strike you? Let me hear your grateful cheer. Tell your neighbor I'm happy to be in his presence. Viewers, tell the person next to you I'm happy to be in his presence. Yes, and in his presence is all that we need to live for him here and now in Jesus' name. As we go into today's message, I pray that the Lord will touch your heart in a special way and that you will be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Imagine the hurt. Jesus felt when he was misunderstood by the world, hurled insults at, abandoned by those closest and dearest to him at the crucial hour and ultimately crucified. Remember one of the favorite disciples in the book of Luke, chapter 22, verse 33, who vowed, and I quote, Lord, I'm ready to go with you to prison and to death, but denied him three times. And remember the empty promise he made in the book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 35, that Lord, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. So all the disciples said the same. Yet, in the midst of that hurt, Jesus released forgiveness. And his father's plan for redemption was fulfilled in victory. Praise the Lord. That is Master Jesus for you. 
in the book of Acts, chapter 16. Imagine the hurt Paul and Silas experienced. Imagine the hurt Paul and Silas experienced when after preaching the gospel of peace, they were arrested, flogged, thrown in the prison. Ordinarily, naturally, as a human being, one would feel offended, cheated, depressed, angry, bitter. But Paul and Silas did not hold it against those people. Rather, they released forgiveness. They released forgiveness. They looked beyond the bodily pain. Beyond the bodily pain. And they chose the bright colors of praise instead of the dark colors of bitterness, despair, depression, and self-pity usually caused by such offense. In the book of Genesis, chapter 37, imagine the deep hurt Joseph felt when his siblings tore his favorite coat of many colors and afterwards threw him into a dry pit and left him for dead. Imagine how he felt. Very hurt, very painful. Yet in the midst of that situation, Joseph did not retaliate. He looked beyond the offense and he released forgiveness. Knowing beyond offense, there God is. Tell your neighbor, beyond offense, there God is. And this will bring me to the title of the message of today, Beyond Offense. Tell your neighbor, beyond offense. Beyond offense. At the time, Joseph met his brothers in Egypt for the first time after many years in the book of Genesis chapter 42 to 45. He was already vested with great authority to loose and bind. He had the chance, the opportunity, and the free will to express his anger and vengeance towards his brothers who once sold him into slavery. But just as Joseph was at the hands of the mercy of his brother, just as he was at their mercy when he was being sold into slavery, so were his brothers now at his own mercy. a human judgment, Joseph would have been very justified if he had retaliated. Joseph would have been very justified if he paid evil for evil. 
but he did not. Tell your neighbor, he did not. Joseph released forgiveness and obtained the Lord's favor. And he was exalted to the highest position of prime minister and special advisor to the king. Joseph released forgiveness because he knew that beyond the offense is where God is. Say beyond offense. That is where God is. Praise the Lord. Many of us have experienced one situation or the other, similar perhaps to these biblical heroes of faith. But how we respond as a Christian matters much. Tell your neighbor how you respond as a Christian when you are offended matters much. Praise the Lord. As a Christian, you are not permitted to hold on to an offense. As a Christian, you are not permitted to hold on to an offense. And we're going to go to our scripture today, which is the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, and we're going to read verse 19. So there are two scriptures that we are going to read. The first one is the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 19. And the second one is the book of 2 Kings, chapter 2, verse 23 to 24. The book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 19. Brothers and sisters in Christ, are you there? Proverbs chapter 18, verse 19. And I read, A brother offended is harder to win than a strong city. And contentions are like the bars of a castle. I'll read that again. A brother offended is harder to win than a strong city. And contentions are like the bars of a castle. Now let us go to Second Kings. The book of Second Kings, chapter 2. And we are going to read verses 23 to 24. Now some of you know the story of Elisha when Elisha became offended. Now verse 23 reads, Then he went up from there to Bethel, and as he was going up the road, some youths came from the city and mocked him, and said to him, Go up, you bald head! Go up, you bald head! Verse 24, So he turned around and looked at them and pronounced a curse on them in the name of the Lord. And two female bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of the youths. Praise the Lord. What started out 
as just a joke for these 42 boys ended in their death. Ask Elisha and he would tell you that when you become offended, you are automatically in a trap. When you become offended, you are automatically in a trap. Elisha was offended and his response to that offense was anger, one of the fruits of the flesh, which led to the death of 42 boys which had their lives cut short just because of offense. Offense is a trap, an effective instrument used by Satan to trap you, imprison you, and make you a bond servant. If you ask Elisha, he would tell you that when you are trapped, when you are offended, you find yourself saying what you don't want to say. You find yourself doing what you don't want to do. That is the trap of Satan. Praise the Lord. Brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to be on our guard. Say, I need to be on my guard. Yes, we need to be on our guard. For like a fish suddenly caught in a net, and a bird suddenly caught in a trap, such is the trap that Satan lies in wait to catch you as a Christian. That is why you need to be on your guard. Praise the Lord. It is impossible to live this life without the opportunity to be offended. Offense will come in one way or the other, but how we respond matters much as a Christian. Praise the Lord. Many people every day are offended. For example, a woman who feels that she's been cheated says, my husband, we had been married for 10 years, cheated on me with another woman. In as long as I live, I will never forgive him. Don't fall into that trap. Tell your neighbor, don't fall into that trap. The man says, my wife took my money without my consent. As long as I live, she will never get a dime from me. I will never forgive her. Tell your neighbor, don't fall into that trap. Don't fall into that trap. This is the trap that Satan uses to imprison countless Christians. And offense imprisons countless Christians and prevents them from receiving the blessing of God. Praise the Lord. But if you ask Jesus, who was denied, ask Jesus, who experienced Peter denying him, not once, not two, but three times, 
ask Jesus, who was betrayed by Judas, and he would tell you that some of our offenses emanate from our close and dearest ones. Praise the Lord. Let's go to our Bibles in the book of Matthew. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 23, reading from verse 1. Then Jesus spoke to the multitudes and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. Therefore, whatever they tell you to observe, that observe and do. But do not do according to their works, for they say and do not do. Praise the Lord. They say and do not do. Many of us, we do not want to be like the scribes and the Pharisees, right? We want to be like Jesus in our hearts. To be like Jesus is our goal. And there is a song that my father in the Lord, Prophet T.B. Joshua, normally sings. And it goes like this. Lord, I want to be like Jesus in a mighty heart, Lord, I want to be like Jesus in a to be like Jesus in our hearts. But to be like Jesus, we need to do as Jesus does. To be like Jesus, we need to follow what Jesus did. Jesus said, forgive. Jesus said, forgive. We all know the Lord's prayer, that Father, forgive me my sins as I forgive those who trespassed against me. We all want to be forgiven, but we don't want to forgive. Praise the Lord. You need to forgive because you also need to be forgiven. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, you need to forgive because you also need to be forgiven. See, when you do not forgive, 
you are imprisoned in a trap set by Satan. The trap set by Satan is a trap that imprisons one. It's called self-imprisonment. Say self-imprisonment. Self-imprisonment. And I would like to demonstrate what I'm talking about. Self-imprisonment. Can I have five volunteers, please? Five volunteers. Yes, sir. Thank you. Come forward. One, two, three, four, five. Thank you very much. Five gentlemen. Now, I want someone to volunteer to be the person in the trap. Thank you, sir. So this, our gentleman, has volunteered himself to be in the trap. Now this trap, mind you, is self-imposed. Okay? Self-imprisonment. Now you, sir, can I have you here? Can I also have you here, sir? And I have one more person standing here. Now I want you to form a prison around him. So you're going to hold hands, but you're going to stand like this. So that's right. So now this is the prison. Our brother is in a prison. Now this prison, as I said, it is self-imposed. The difference with this prison is that nobody can get him out except himself. Now our gentleman here, we're going to give him blessings. So he is looking for the man in the prison to bless. So he has been imprisoned by unforgiveness, by offense. Offense that imprisons countless Christians all over the world. Now you are moving around looking for him to give blessings. So look around, see if you can find him. Now, he cannot be found. Why? Because he's in the prison. He's in the prison, he cannot be seen. No one can get him out of the prison except himself. So it's not a prison where you can use a key and open a door. No. The only way he can get out of the prison is to release forgiveness. So sir, you are going around looking for someone to bless. All right, so you are looking for someone to bless. The Lord is looking for someone to bless, but he can't see him because he's been trapped by offense, trapped by unforgiveness. Inside of him, he's saying, I'm being cheated. It's an injustice. This should not happen to me. I'm not going to forgive that person. That person did me wrong, and I'm in the right. I'm not going to forgive that person. Remember the Lord's prayer. Forgive them. Forgive them. But there's a condition, right? Lord, forgive me as I forgive those who trespassed against me. He has refused to forgive. He's holding an offense against someone. The Lord is looking to bless him. He desperately wants to bless him. But there's a barrier. 
something that is standing between him and the blessings of God. So what is, what is standing between him and the blessings of God? What do we have here, sir? Promotion. 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 Salvation, deliverance, healing, breakthrough, promotions. So he has been praying and he's been asking God, Lord, give me this promotion. Lord, I want the breakthrough. Lord, Lord, I want the breakthrough. Lord, I want the healing. Lord, I want the deliverance. Lord, I want the salvation. Lord, I want promotion. Lord, please, I want. Hear me, oh. <laughs> Glory be to God. Now remember, the key is in his hand. It's an automatic door. The moment he releases forgiveness and say, Lord, I forgive that person. Lord, forgive me. Lord, I forgive them. The moment he releases forgiveness towards those who have offended him, that's the moment the doors of the prison are automatically released. So are you ready to forgive, sir? I forgive my brother for stealing money from me. I forgive you. I set you free. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Automatically, the prison has been released. The doors have been opened. He's received his promotion. He's received salvation. He's received breakthrough, healing, and all of God's blessings. Hallelujah. So how do you feel? I feel good. In fact, it's a good morning for me. <laughs> so you feel liberated? I feel, you know, the heaviness is gone. Uh, after for long, keeping offense, now I know that I was the demon of my breakthrough. I'm free. Amen. And whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Glory be to God. Thank you very much. And before you go, please help yourself to an altar fruit. Please clap for our gentlemen. I believe someone is getting ready to be released today in the name of Jesus. I believe someone is getting ready to receive a breakthrough today in the name of Jesus. I believe someone is getting ready to receive that promotion in the name of Jesus. Someone is getting ready to receive in the name of Jesus. Are you the one? Let me see your hands if you're the one. Praise the Lord. Now, it's very simple. It's not difficult. All it takes is for you to make that decision. That decision to forgive. That decision to put the pain of offense behind you. Release yourself. My father and Lord, Prophet T.B. Joshua said, the secret is to release yourself. Release yourself and let go. When you release yourself, that promotion that you have been looking for for so many years will come to you.
that breakthrough you have been looking for for so many years will find you. The salvation, the healing, deliverance, just name them. They will find you. Whatever it is that is hindering you from receiving the blessing of God, God wants to take you out. But you have a role to play, and that role is to release yourself from that offense. Praise the Lord. Create me a clean heart, O Lord, and renew right spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart, O Lord, and renew right spirit within me. Cast me not away, cast me not away from thy presence, O Lord. Please take not your Holy Spirit from Please have your seats. I want to read the book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 23. The book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 23. Are you there? And it reads, He answered and said, This is Jesus. He who dipped his hand with me in the dish will betray me. He who dipped his hand with me in the dish will betray me. Who has hurt you today? has hurt you in the past. Jesus was saying, look, he who dips his hand in the dish with me will betray me. In other words, you, my equal, will betray me. Who has hurt you today? Who has hurt you yesterday? Remember, whether you are right or wrong as a Christian, you are not permitted to hold on to that offense. It is time to let that offense go. It is time to look beyond offense. For beyond offense, there God is. Beyond offense, 
their healing is. Beyond offense, their breakthrough is, and all of God's blessings. Brothers and sisters in Christ, it is time. Tell your neighbor it is time. It is time. Promotion is going to find you. Breakthrough is going to find you. Healing is going to find you. I believe that someone here today, as you make the decision to forgive in your heart, as you make that decision today to forgive and do restitution, God Almighty is going to open the door of every blessing in your life. In Jesus' name. Brothers and sisters in Christ, it is time to let go of that offense that you have been holding for so many years, for so long, that has been keeping you trapped in bondage as a Christian. It is time to let go. Tell your neighbor it is time. It is time to let go, to see beyond that offense to where God is. Offense imprisons countless Christians, severs relationships, and widens the existing breaches between us. But the moment, let me tell you something, you will receive in a moment what you have been seeking for, what you have been looking for, what you have been crying for the moment you let go of your offense. Are you ready? Are you ready to let go of the offense? To let go and let God? God wants to change our lives. He wants to do something new, but he cannot do it without you. God is not going to come down and do for you what you must do yourself. You have a role to play. Are you ready to play your role? Are you ready to do restitution? Are you ready to forgive? Because what is waiting for you after that? It's just being suspended, waiting for you. In fact, it has been looking for you for a long time, but cannot see you. But today, say today, is the day the Lord has made. Today is the day of my healing. Today is the day of my breakthrough. Today is the day where God will answer me. If you believe that, shout a mighty Emmanuel. Right now, stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Are you ready? Say, Lord Jesus, it is time. It is time to do restitution. It is time to forgive. I've been holding it for too long. It's time to let go. I'm ready, Lord, to let go and let God. Let go and let God. Your healing is about to find you.
That contract is about to find you. That promotion is about to find you. That healing is about to find you. That deliverance is about to find you. Your bondage passed. You are linked up with God. You are more than a conqueror in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe that, shout a hallelujah. It is over. It is over. I'm coming back with my testimony. I'm coming back with my testimony of healing. I'm coming back with my testimony of breakthrough. I'm coming back with my testimony of deliverance. It is just a moment away from you. May the Lord bless his word in the midst of your heart. In Jesus' name. God bless you.